The Bulldog Radio Network is on the air. The hunt for the playoffs is on, and your Carney Bulldogs are ready to rumble. 102.7 FM KPGZ is your radio home for Carney Bulldog basketball. Broadcast play-by-play action of home games on 102.7 FM, online at 1027carneymo.com, and the KPGZ page on the TuneIn Radio app. Coming up, the tip-off is all of tonight's action. But first, the Carney Family Chiropractic Center pregame show and now the voices of Carney basketball on the bulldog radio network kelly gentry and dan herman Welcome to the Fieldhouse at Kearney High School for this broadcast of Kearney Bulldog Basketball. We're excited to bring you the action from tonight's boys' championship game of the 54th annual Kearney Classic Tournament, one of the longest-running tournaments in the Kansas City metro area. We do want to apologize for the late start. Our previous two games, the boys' third-place game uh, between Platte County and Lafayette went late, which made our girls' championship game between uh, Bishop Miege and Park Hill High School run late. So we are running late, and we apologize for that. Um, If you're curious about the outcome of those previous games, um, the Platte County boys defeated the Lafayette Irish 66-60 to win the boys' third-place game. Uh, Bishop Miege just defeated uh, the Park Hill Trojan girls team for the girls championship game they won that game pretty easily by 19 points Um, so we did want to mention those things and apologize for our late start along producer alongside producer engineer brian watts and color man dan herman i'm kelly gentry and i'll be your play-by-play announcer for this evening thank you for joining us for the carney family chiropractic center pregame show Um, Tonight's championship game is actually a rematch between your Kearney Boys Bulldogs and the Blue Springs Wildcats. These teams played each other just a few weeks ago in the semifinal game of the William Jewell Holiday Tournament. Actually played that game on December 29th. In that game, Kearney played well but lost in overtime by a score of 62-59. It was actually an overtime game in which Blue Springs hit a buzzer beater at the end of the first overtime, a three-point shot by junior guard Brayden Applehans. So a very closely contested game. In the remainder of the tournament, Blue Springs went on to win the championship game over Raytown, and Kearney went on to win the third-place game over Liberty North. Needless to say, we are expecting a closely contested matchup again this evening. So both teams just came out to start getting warmed up. The fans, with the COVID precautions here in place, just to kind of give you a feel for the arena, we do have to clear out the stands for the previous game, and no one can enter from the uh, new fans entering the game until that is done. So we do have a little bit of a process to get get that completed just to make sure that we're compliant with all of the uh, county COVID recommendations. So 
we will take a short break here uh, just to hear from our sponsors. So if uh, we'll, we'll go to that right now. And you're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. The human body is an amazing thing, but sometimes our bodies need a little help. Dr. Mark Strathman at Kearney Family Chiropractic Center creates a personal plan of relief for his patients and treats the whole person physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This helps patients to achieve their best overall health. Kearney Family Chiropractic Center is taking appointments now at 816-628-6738. The office is located at 301 South Platte Clay Way, Suite B in Kearney, and their website is CarneyFamilyChiro.com. Carney Family Chiropractic Center, heal yourself. Classic Hits, 1027 FM, KPGZ, Carney's first choice for news, weather, and sports, brings you an upgrade. Online televised news broadcasts, now available at your fingertips. Don't miss our weekly video news recap at 1027carneymo.com on our Facebook page or the 102.7 YouTube channel. Small town, big sound. 1027 KPGZ, Carney. Legendary Lawn Care, authorized Dixie Chopper dealer. Dixie Chopper zero-turn mowers are equipped with up to 36 horsepower engines, 7-gauge steel construction, and 42 to 74 inch mowing decks. Dixie Chopper zero turn mowers are made to power through tough jobs and they're made in America. Legendary Lawn Care located at 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt. 816-320-3878. Let our staff find the right legendary service for your needs. Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Carney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Local businesses contribute to our quality of life and to the character of Carney. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce. Mailing rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porters and Ace save you money. Porters Building Centers in Kearney. Porters, we're here to help. Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott Accounting and Tax at 816-352-3320. KPGZ Kearney, Missouri. Small town, big sound. 
Welcome back to the field house here at Kearney High School. We're about 12 minutes um, that both teams uh, prior to the game. We are having both teams warm up here, and it definitely has that championship game atmosphere, even though it's a little bit different. Uh, the championship girls uh, fans are have filed out, and so both the Kearney and Blue Springs fans are able to come in and find their appropriately uh, social distanced uh, seating here at the Fieldhouse tonight in Kearney. But we definitely have a championship atmosphere. These teams played against each other recently, as we mentioned earlier. And uh, Kearney has a special thing that they do in big games. And they've got the uh, Indiana purple and white striped uh, pre-game warm-up tear-off pants. So yeah, you, you, really, gotta, you really like those, Coach? I mean, I love them. I think you got you, you always love a tradition like that when teams get to pull something out, you know, that they haven't haven't got to wear or something they haven't got to do all uh, all season so kind of fun to see you know that's one of the first things we noticed when they when they came out of the locker room and, and entered the gym it is something fun for the kids you know and we're so fortunate here in Kearney the kids have multiple different uniforms that they can wear multiple different warm-up tops uh, at least when I was in high school I'm a little older than you coach but uh, we didn't have all those choices it was the stuff that we'd had for 20 years and i mean i don't want to date you coach but i don't know if you had the three-point line did you now i think uh, I, I heard i talked to drew about that earlier today i did not have the three-point line when i was in high school until my junior year <laughs> and man it looked a lot different when that line was added but it definitely helped with the career points uh career points total so but uh and my shorts were a little shorter yeah, than what these shorter, guys wear yeah. too it was a little I would, i'd be too embarrassed to wear those shorts today hey it's coming back it's coming back <laughs> yeah, not that it will that'll never come back <laughs> so anyway but we're really looking forward to this championship game tonight uh blue springs is out here warming up carney went in to uh talk just for a second now they're going to be filing back out here pretty soon um but coach you have any thoughts anything that you've seen uh looking over you got the the starters and we've got you know who their players what they look like what do you have there? Well, I mean, anytime, of... anytime you get a, to, to wake up in the morning and, and have an opportunity to play for a, for a first-place trophy or some hardware like, they, like these guys get to play tonight, it's a pretty special day. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully everybody's rested up. And, and you know, you, we, we always say at the eighth-grade level, we say wake up dangerous, you know. And, <laughs> and hopefully the guys woke up that way today and, and, and are prepared. And just kind of – it's a mental game as, as much as it is a physical game because, you know, you've – you played back-to-back -back nights, or you know, we we got kind of got a, a break the other night, of course. But but it's just kind of a it's a different feel. It's a it's a different mindset coming in and playing a championship game like this. Um, but it's exciting, and and you know, you again, you mentioned the atmosphere. You can just feel it. You know, I felt it when I got here. Even in the any time you play in a place game, you know, even the third yep. place game had a feel to it. So playing so for, playing for boys, hardware, yeah, like you said. So, so, so hopefully the boys hopefully the boys are excited and. And I'm excited to see what this game brings because I didn't get to watch the first time these two games, two teams played. Like I said on my computer screen, I got to watch it, but you know, in person, it, it looked like a it looked like a great game on the screen. I can't wait to see what it looks like in, live here in the gym. Absolutely. Well, and we talked about that first time that this game was played, uh, the William Jewell 
uh, tournament did not allow any fans this year uh, due to COVID concerns and things like that. So, again, like we said, we're very fortunate to be here having the game and, and the way the Kearney School District has handled that uh, to allow this uh, game to happen. But you're right about the nerves a little bit. I was talking to uh, my son, Drew, earlier today, and he said, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little more nervous going in tonight. One thing that you did mention that I think is a little bit of a break for us, as everyone knows probably, this game was supposed to be played last night which would have been back-to-back because our semifinal games were on Thursday. But due to the snow and ice and inclement weather that we had here in Kearney in the Kansas City area, those games were canceled and postponed. Well, I think one of the reasons why that was such a big benefit for Kearney is that our bench is not super deep right now. We're missing one of our senior guards. So we're only playing six, seven guys uh, you know, in that game last night about Lafayette, and you were very, you astutely noticed, you know, they were playing 10 plus. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, and they were, they were, they were real deep on the bench, and and could bring guys in. You know, if they, if they had guys that they needed a break, you were able to get it. Our guys, you know, again, we don't, we only go six, maybe seven at the most, and and when you go, when you don't go very deep on the bench, you've really got to, got you know, that extra day of help is going to be beneficial. I, I, I believe that. So. Um, but again, even with your nerves, you know, you're excited. You're, you woke up on Friday, you're, you're nervous, and then all of a sudden you find out the game's canceled, and it maybe gives you, guys, give you a little chance to, to think about it and, and, uh, and gear yourself up for tonight. Because we've played these guys before, and so you've, you've got film on them. You could definitely get on to the, to, you know, we got all sorts of different ways to watch film now. <laughs> yeah. And so the guys can just get on their laptop or their iPad and, and pull up game film. So, um, you know, I'm sure Coach Starzl has these guys ready to go tonight. That's one of the other things that was a little different than at least when I played. We had VHS tapes that you'd have to drive and copy and see if you wanted to get a scout film. <laughs> now you just push a button and ask, ask a coach to email it to yeah. you, stuff like that. That's so, right. Yeah, anyway, we're defi- definitely dating ourselves here. So, um, again, thank you so much for joining us. We're glad and happy that we're able to bring this game to you over the airways especially for those folks that can't be here in the in attendance and you know folks out of state and things like that so when we return we'll have the tail of the tape keys to the game from dan and all of the action from tip to buzzer right here on your one and only radio home of carney athletics 102.7 kpgz and remember if you can't find us on your radio dial you can listen worldwide and people do we have we have proof on our website, www.1027carneymo.com. You can also find us on the TuneIn app by searching for KPGZ or on MyTune Radio as well. We'll return after this break with the keys to the game from Dan. You're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Black Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. They are a community-led and community-focused electric cooperative serving more than 24,000 members in Buchanan, Caldwell, Clay, Clinton, DeKalb, Platte, and Ray Counties in Kansas City's Northland region. Black Clay Electric Cooperative, located at 1000 West Highway 92 in Kearney, www.ecec.coop, powering a new decade of growth in the Northland. offers residents three meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas, weekly apartment housekeeping, laundry services, social events, and trained staff on-site 24-7. Oak Point, Kearney's assisted living and memory care facility, located at 200 Meadowbrook Drive. 
The phone number is 816-628-0075, and the website is provisionliving.com. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. Assisted Living, Memory Care, always there. The human body is an amazing thing, but sometimes our bodies need a little help. Dr. Mark Strathman at Kearney Family Chiropractic Center creates a personal plan of relief for his patients and treats the whole person physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This helps patients to achieve their best overall health. Kearney Family Chiropractic Center is taking appointments now at 816-628-6738. The office is located at 301 South Platte Clay Way, Suite B in Kearney, and their website is CarneyFamilyChiro.com. Carney Family Chiropractic Center, heal yourself. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse in Carney and the Carney Family Chiropractic Center pregame show where we are excited to bring you this championship game between two of the top-ranked teams in the Kansas City metro area. Your Kearney Bulldogs, who are ranked in the top 25 in Missouri Class 5, and the Blue Springs Wildcats, who are currently ranked the sixth-best team in the Kansas City metro area, uh, regardless of class. They are a Class 6 school, which is the largest classification in Missouri, but out of all the Kansas City metro area, according to 810 Varsity, they are currently the, the sixth-best team in Kansas City. Uh, Dan, based on our previous matchup just a few weeks ago, uh, what are you expecting tonight, and what did Coach Starzl feel the keys to this game would be for Carney to win this championship game? Yeah, I had a chance to talk to Coach Starzl yesterday and then and then got a chance today to, to chat with him a little bit more before the before they took the court. And, and, you know, he had a couple of keys to the game that he felt, you know, again, having played these guys before, it, it's, it feels like a familiar opponent, even though it was just a few weeks ago. Um, he said the, the thing we need to do is we need to stop them in transition. He goes, they're going to try to make it a half-court basketball game. That's what the Bulldogs' plan is. They feel like they match up best out of the half-court. Um, so, so basically stopping their transition offense. Um, he mentioned the turnovers. Last game, Bulldogs had 14 turnovers. So we were turned over 14 times. He wants to keep that number under 10 tonight. Um, and then uh, the last thing you mentioned was making sure that we value the possessions. You know, against Lafayette, we matched up pretty well. You know, Lafayette, I think, went, what, 6'3", 6'4", at their, yeah. at their tallest position. You look at this lineup, and, and there's a chance they could go. You know, if they felt like it, they could go 6'3", 6'3", 6'5", 6'6", and 6'8". Um, that's, a, that's a whole new, that's a whole new uh, game for the Bulldogs if you match up with that. So um, he said we got to value the possessions. Um, again, looking at the, the lineup, we give, we give up some size for sure. So he said the margin of error is very small tonight. And so, um, again, he, he, he's, they, they feel confident. They think they, uh, you know, the coaching staff was pretty, pretty laid back down there earlier in the game or earlier pregame. And, and they feel like they've got a pretty good grasp of what they want to do and, and the game plan going in. And, of course, the, the guys are just about like they always are, kind of, you know, any high, picture a bunch of group of high school boys and they're all pretty goofy at times, right? So, so they were all. Hopefully, they're relaxed. He, he said they all look just about like they normally do in the locker room, and and you know, they, I think they feel confident. And, and, and you know, a revenge game is always fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Dan, thank you for those keys to the game. We'll be keeping a close eye on all of those things. Uh, we're going to take another quick break here, uh, but we'll be back with the tail of the tape and your starting lineups. This is the Carney Basketball on Bulldog Radio Network. 
Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and experience to create a marketing message that works. Mike is in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, and social media videos that are designed to stand apart and resonate with your customers. Mike Davis Creative Services, 816-584-1025. His online portfolio of marketing tools is available at MikeDavisCreative.net. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse at Kearney and our Kearney Family Chiropractic Center pregame show. We're, uh, they're making some announcements from the table, but we wanted to quickly review tonight's tale of the tape. And uh, starting with Kearney, Kearney has a record of eight wins and three losses. Uh, we talked about their ranking currently in the state of Missouri, and they did advance to this championship game after winning in come-from-behind fashion if you, listed on, if you listened to us on Thursday night over St. Joe Lafayette by a score of 50-42. to 42. Uh, the interesting thing was Carney fell behind by five in the fourth quarter but fought back, took the lead with three minutes to go, and then really changed the momentum of that game and were able to make free throws and extend the, extend the lead. Blue Springs enters tonight's game with an 8-2 and two record, and the interesting thing is their only two losses were both in overtime, one to Staley and one to Park Hill. And, of course, their third overtime game of the season was the win over Kearney in the William Jewell Tournament. The Wildcats advanced to this championship game after their semifinal round, round win on Thursday night over Platte County. So, needless to say, we are expecting some high-level basketball tonight between these two talented teams and see who can come away with the championship hardware. So one thing that has changed for this game is Carney will be missing senior guard Dawson Minert, and Blue Springs will have a player, Ikenna Iziagu, available tonight that didn't play in the last matchup. So let's look at our starting lineups here real quick for Blue Springs. For Blue Springs, we have number two, Kyle Bruce, who is a 5'7 junior guard. Number 11, Mike Harrison, a 6'3 junior guard. Number 13, Braden Applehans, a 6'6 junior guard. 21, John Ammons, a 6-foot senior guard. And then number 35, Eli Wingert, a 6'8 senior forward. For your Kearney Bulldogs, number one, Brennan Watkins, a 6-foot senior guard. Number two, Braxton Breedlove, a 5'11 junior guard. Number 10, Tyler Carr, a 6-foot senior guard. Number 14, Drew Gentry, a 6'3 senior guard. And number 44, Ashton Holloway, a 6'5 junior guard. So that's how we'll be getting started this evening. And they are getting to the tip circle, ready uh, to start this championship game of the Kearney Classic. So in the jump circle for Kearney tonight, you have Drew Gentry, number 14 from Kearney, and it looks like number 35, Eli Wingert from Blue Springs. The tip is won by Blue Springs. Quickly down the court, number 11 misses. Drew Gentry reaches up, gets the rebound, hands it off to Brennan Watkins, who's crossing the half-court line right now. Brennan closely guarded by uh, number two, Kyle Bruce, makes a one-handed pass to Tyler Carr. Over to Drew Gentry, gets a pump fake up and under for the t first two points of the game. Yeah, what a good little ball fake right there. Just got his man up in the air and finished around the basket. Nice job. Oh, nice steal by Ashton. Some good post-entry defense there. Steals it. 
goes to Breedlove, back to Watkins. Watkins brings it up over the half-court circle. Good energy so far by the Bulldogs. Watkins over to Gentry, closely guarded by number 13, Braden Applehounds. Out to Breedlove, back to Gentry in the corner. Holloway looking to post up. Gentry looks to drive, goes off two feet, goes up strong, and adds another one right off the glass over, over number 13, Applehounds. Quickly up the court, Blue Springs brings the ball. Bruce, closely guarded by Carr, over to Wingert. Dribble handoff to Applehans. Over to 21, Ammons drives, kicks it to Harrison. 35, Wingert drives with a nice little spin, one-hand floater that over Ashton. That was tough, that's wasn't a, it? That's, that's a, a tough move. That's when you have good defense but better offense, that's, right, Coach? That's right. That's Looks like Blue Springs is trying to double-team Watkins as he brings the ball up the court, keeps his dribble, pulls it back out for a Kind of a fallback jumper, misses it. Blue Springs quickly up the court. Number 11 goes. It looks like he's going to be fouled. Fouled on the shot. It did not go in. That, that foul is on Braxton Breedlove, his first, of course, and the team's first. Yeah, good energy by the Bulldogs so far. I just, I, you know, we mentioned it earlier. We said Blue Springs likes to get out and go, and, and it's definitely been an up-and-down up and down game this first this first minute and a half. So I'm not sure if that's what the Bulldogs are looking for. That was a quick two passes up the full length of the court. Number 11, Mike Harrison misses the front end, makes the second free throw, brings the score four to three. Bulldogs up, Carr enters to Watkins. Watkins closely guarded by Bruce. Crosses the half court circle. Looks like they're trying to double team Watkins. Maybe take a page out of Ruskin's game the other night. Gentry has the ball dribble handoff to Watkins. Watkins on the right wing. One hand pass over to Breedlove on the left hand wing to Carr in the corner. Holloway with a screen. Carr drives, kicks it back to Holloway, misses the three point shooter. Applehans comes down with the, with the rebound. A, number 11, Bruce drives, gets kind of stuck on the baseline. Good defense by Breedlove. Kick, kicked out to Hammonds misses it short. Gentry with the rebound. Gentry got the long rebound here. Kicks it over to Breedlove. Breedlove walking it up. Here we go. Slow it down just a little bit. Set up the offense. Four to three. Five and a half minutes to go. Had a little miscommunication on a dribble handoff there between Breedlove and Watkins. Goes out of bounds back to Blue Springs. There were two of those back to back. I felt like Drew and, and Brennan ran at each other on the play before that. And this time it was Brennan and, and Braxton. So... Gotta have to figure out that little dribble handoff there. Exactly, yeah, just gonna have to communicate on that. John Ammons dribbles the ball up to the top of the key, setting things up. Over to Wingert. Wingert with a little fake handoff, kicks it back out to Harrison, who drives. Looks like close to taking a charge. If that's on Breedlove, that's gonna be his second foul already. It is. Yep, it okay, is. that. That's going to be, we'll have to watch that because that's going to be an important thing to watch. Breedlove tried to take the charge. It was close. Yeah, it was close. Gets his second foul with 5.07 to go in the first period. Looks like we'll get our first look at the uh, the freshman, Davin Hanna. Davin did a really nice job coming into the game. Kind of a pressure situation, really, for a freshman to enter the game. Hit a couple of free throws. Did a good job handling the ball. Looks so. like he's going to get some key minutes today as well with, with Braxton picking up his second there. Absolutely. Harrison does miss the first free throw. The second one is long as well, misses both. Watkins with the rebound coming up the court. Looks like they're gonna call Bruce with two hands 
on Watkins or a hold as he's trying to bring the ball up the court. Good sign that maybe that's uh, going to be the way the game's called. It seems like they've gotten, they've called a few, uh, you know, it seems like they're calling for both sides a few of those hand check calls. That'll benefit us for sure. Carr's got the ball, drives at the drives at the three-point line, over to Gentry, behind the back dribble, closely guarded by 11, looking to try to penetrate that, over to Carr, over to Hannah. Hannah back cross court to Gentry, Gentry to Watkins. Gentry comes over to set a ball screen. Uh, Watkins doesn't use the ball screen, behind the back dribble, back over to Gentry at the wing, looking for Carr in the corner. Carr holds up a hand, calls for a screen. Carr gets a screen from Holloway, a pick and pop with Holloway in the corner. Tipped out of bounds on a sw defensive switch by Mike Harrison there in the corner. Blue Springs doing a great job of keeping us outside the perimeter there. And and just pressuring every pass again, making it difficult, kind of taking a page out of, like you said, Lafayette's playbook. Carney with the baseline out of bounds. Hannah tries to make an entry pass to Gentry. It gets tipped out of bounds. They will maintain possession of the ball. Again, it's 4-3, to three, Carney's favor with 4.28 to go in the first quarter. Hannah kicks it out to Carr at the three-point line. Hands it off to Watkins. Watkins behind the back dribble, behind the three-point line. Gets himself open. A little bit long. Rebound by Eli Wingert, pushing it up the floor on the right side. Wingert stolen by Ashton Holloway. Really nice hands play there. Hannah bringing the Hannah bringing the ball up to the Hannah bringing the ball up to the three-point line. Kicks it over to Watkins. Watkins to Carr at the top of the key. Back to Hannah. Hannah looking to drive to Gentry in the corner, being closely guarded by Applehans. Uses his dribble, kicks it to the corner to Holloway, sets a ball screen for Ashton. Ashton with the shot, a little bit short. Blue Springs pushing in, <laughs> pushing in transition again. Yeah, not a terrible look there by Ashton. He got him on a little ball fake, got his got winger to move, and, and felt like he was open enough for the shot, just missed it. Absolutely. Entry pass to 11. Harrison kicks it out to number two, Bruce, on the wing. Blue Springs coach calling up a play, wants him to set something up here. Number two being closely guarded by Carr, misses the layup. Carr gets the rebound. It looks like he's going to push in transition here. Oh, nice pass over to Watkins, wide open in the corner for a three. Fine. Bang. <laughs> yes, Find sir. your shooters, coach. Find your shooters at a transition. Great play by Tyler, and some. that's what we need to do in transition. So kind of a measured transition. Applehans went for a drive. It looks like they're going to call Watkins for the, with a little bit of body. He's going to be going to the free throw line. I mentioned it in the pregame, Coach. 13 is a 6'6 junior guard. He's the player that hit the three-pointer at the buzzer to beat us in the William Jewell tournament. I'll tell you what, they, Blue Springs has a couple kids. They got him and, and they got Winger, who's 6'8". Looks like those guys can play around the perimeter just a little bit. You saw Winger push the ball a couple times already. Out of transition, he looks like a guard out there dribbling the ball around. Yeah, he's getting a lot of college looks already that we that we know of. Number 21 checks out of the game. Number 22, Ikenna Iziagu checks into the game. Uh, Applehans pretty dependable from the free throw line, makes both free throws. Score is seven to five. Carney still leads leads with three minutes here. to go. Little full court pressure. Carr's bringing up the ball this time, closely guarded by Harrison. Kicks it to Gentry on the wing. Gentry to Hannah at the top of the key, over to Watkins on the wing. Brennan behind the back dribble, kicks it to Carr in the corner. In and out, nice looking three-point shot, just didn't fall. Blue Springs pushing in transition again. Got to pick up, got to pick up these players. Carr is closely guarding Harrison on the wing. Gentry close guards Iziagubi, strong kid, goes up over him and makes the basket. 
Pretty tough defense there, 7-7 seven to seven with 2.29 to go. Yeah, that's a tough matchup right there for Drew and a heavy ask for him to try to guard, guard him on the block. Easy Agu is a 6'5 junior who's going to play NCAA Division I football next year. So he is uh, built like a grown man. I wish I had that body. Yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, if they, if, they, if they find that matchup, I'd imagine they'll, they'll go to that a few times if they can get him on the block. But, you know, when they go, when they go with him and then Wingert down there, you've got two big guys, and Carney's got to find a way to guard him. Yeah, they're currently 6'8", 6'6", 6'5", on their back line right now. We did have a baseline out of bounds. Hannah throwing the ball in on the baseline out of bounds right underneath Carney's basket into Holloway. Holloway to, to Brennan here in the corner right in front of us. He drives, goes under the basket, misses it, tipped away by Gentry but can't maintain it. Blue Springs in transition. Asiago looking to penetrate, dribbles the ball back out. Kicks it over to another substitution that came into the game, number zero, Calvin Griffin, 5'8", junior. Over to Wingert, over to back to Griffin in the corner. Griffin trying to get it back to Applehans. Now Watkins is guarding Applehans at the top of the key. Pulls it out to try to set something up. Over to Xavier Lloyd in the corner. Back to Eziagu at the front. He just traveled. They didn't call it. Gentry goes up with him, contested and missed. Holloway secures the rebound. Look, they're trying to double team him. Nice job by Hannah maintaining the possession. Blue Springs is going to tip it out from behind, Calvin Griffin. So, Coach, we had a few substitutions in the game there. So, for Blue Springs on the floor right now, we've got zero Calvin Griffin, five Xavier Lloyd, 22 Eziagu, 13 Applehans, and 35 Wingert. So, Carr brings the ball to the top of, top of the key, hands off to Watkins. Watkins back to Carr on the wing. Looks like Carney running a set play. Gentry with a ball screen to Carr. Uses that. Passes to Holloway. Nice back screen. Really nice backdoor play. Watt to Watkins for the layup. Really nice. That must have been a set play, Coach. Yeah, Bulldogs just kind of spread him out there. Took everybody out of the paint and opened it up for a backdoor layup for Brennan. That's Watkins' fifth play. Aziagu tries to drive on Gentry. He blocks the shot. But they secure. But Wingert supplies, <laughs> secures the rebound and supplies two points. It's nine to nine with 42 seconds to go. Hannah brings the ball over the over the timeline. Watkins being double teamed hits Carr in the corner. Carr goes up for a three, a little bit short. Gets his own rebound. Dives on the floor. Tries to kick it out. Gentry tries to secure it. Watkins grabs the ball, 25 <laughs> seconds left. We're going to fall there, wasn't it? It was bouncing around everywhere. Some bodies flying too. Watkins, they're trying to double team Watkins. Watkins over to Gentry. Gentry looks to drive at the top of the key, kicks it out to Hannah and the wing. Back up to Watkins with nine seconds to go. Watkins drives the lane, kind of an off-balance shot, but Holloway's there to clean up the nice rebound job. and put it back. That's a great way to end the quarter. Great first quarter for the Bulldogs, keeping up with this athletic and big Blue Springs team. Hey, they won the first quarter. Hey, Eleven to, there. Absolutely. 11 to 9. Uh, we're going to take a break with them. You are listening to the Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network on 102.7 KPGZ. KC Coyote is a local high-speed wireless internet provider serving communities in northwest Missouri between Kansas City and St. Joseph. They also offer computer repair, support, network, and server support, and much, much more. 
Casey Coyote High Speed Internet Service. Their office is located at 455 Sandbar Drive, Suite 106 in Kearney. The phone is 816-866-3038 and the website is caseycoyote.com. Casey Coyote, expanding rural Missouri internet services one community at a time. Prime Broadcast Group knows multiple marketing tools such as on-air messages, videos, social media posts, web banners, and coupons reach more customers and create growth in business. They help their clients develop these tools to expand their business. 816-826-1111. Prime Broadcast Group. Get your business noticed. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse in Kearney. A really well-played first quarter by the Bulldogs. They're up 11-9 to as we're getting ready to start the second quarter. Anything you notice there, Coach? Well, I don't envy your job tonight the way this game's going. So if that if it works like that way, you know, up and down like it has, you're in for another – you're in for a lost voice by the time this thing's over with. So, it's a little bit of a hey, tongue it's twister. A, it's, it's been up and down. There's no doubt about it. And, and you know, Kearney comes out on top the first, the first quarter. So let's see if we can get another one here. Absolutely. Hannah over to Carr in the corner. Back over to Gentry at the wing. Gentry to Hannah on the opposite wing. Hannah with a nice little between-the-leg dribble. Tries to get a floater and does get it. He's a nice finisher around the basket. Yeah, he's great. It's so good to see him come alive here. Carney might have found another player there, Coach. Absolutely. Makes the makes the lead 13-9. to nine. Ah, tough foul. Looks like they're going to call Gentry in the lane, trying to guard Iziagu. Yeah, just found himself stuck behind down around the block and 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 Iziagu put a couple put it on the floor a couple times and Drew just kind of reached around and picked up a, a, a ticky tack foul there. That's his first foul with 7.23 to go in the second quarter. Applehans comes off of a screen and hits a three. Pretty smooth looking shot there, wasn't it? And he's 6'6. Six, six. You're not gonna you're not gonna put much pressure on that. So makes the score 13 to 12 with 7.10 to go in the second quarter. Watkins brings it up, throws it to Carr at the top of the key. Carr to Hannah right in front of us. Hannah looking to penetrate over to Gentry in the corner. Gentry looking for Holloway, gets it to him in the short corner. Holloway looking, rises up, hits a, gets a short shot, but it looks like Watkins trying to crash the board, gets a push. Looks like that foul is going to be on number five, Xavier Lloyd, a 6'3 senior guard. You know, Brent's so good at controlling his body, and, and he might have uh, acted just a bit on that rebound, but either way, it worked out for the Bulldogs. Sometimes we call that adding sound to your game, too. <laughs> a little bit of exaggeration there. Holloway loses the ball on a drive, and it goes right to Watkins. Good heads up by Brennan, puts it in, extends the lead for Carney back to 15-12 to with 6.30 to go. Yeah, right place at the right time on that one. Looks like Iziagu is going to work here in the baseline. They switched Holloway onto him with Wingard out of the game. Iziagu is their biggest player. They went right to him. 15 to 14, Carney still leads, but by one. Watkins over to Carr in the opposite wing. Carr looking to set up screen for Carr. Carr drives, kicks it to the corner of Hannah. A nice, smart, quick pass nice to Hannah. Pass. Oh, really nice, patient look by Tyler. Looked like he was going to shoot it, <laughs> and then it opened up Ashton just enough that he made the made the uh, <laughs> made the pass and the score. Iziagu misses on some tough defense. Gentry with the rebound, kicks it out to Carr. Carr's looking to drive. We've got Holloway open, just can't get it to him. 
What a good series of events right there for for the Bulldogs. You know, you get that you get that 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 steal really by 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 the uh, by Blue Springs that landed in in Brennan's lap for two, and then and then again Carr makes a nice pass there, finding the entry pass to Ashton Holloway. Absolutely, Carney maintains possession. Handed to Gentry, Gentry to Carr, back to Gentry, over to Watkins. Watkins looking to drive, getting double team. Looks like they're going to call another hands foul on Wingert, who has checked back in the game. So for Blue Springs, we've got Wingert, Eziagu, Mike Harrison, John Ammons, and Kyle and uh, Calvin Griffin. You know, it's just been kind of a game plan for Blue Springs right now. Brendan doesn't sneak up on anybody anymore, does he, Coach? <laughs> no, teams, they're pretty well aware of him. Teams know who he is, and they're just really working to get the ball out of his hands. Gentry looking to drive, puts a little... Puts a little shot up at the at the free throw line, misses it. Ashton gets the rebound, kicks it back to Drew. Yeah, just good effort by Ashton right there to keep that ball alive and keep it our possession. And and then we pick up another foul, 15 foul for Blue Springs. Yeah, I think they called Winger with a foul on Gentry. Carney inbounds the ball over to Watkins being double teamed, over to Hannah, over to Carr in the opposite wing. Looks like they're running a little clear out play here. Can't get it to Holloway. Carr back to Gentry at the top of the key. Kind of a dribble handoff to Watkins behind the three-point line, trying to set a screen for him. Watkins being double teamed again, kicks it to Gentry at the top of the key. Gentry with a quick pass over to Carr in the corner. Carr look, looking to drive, didn't get it. Gentry's at the top of the key, closely guarded by Eziagu. Hand off to Carr. Kind of a ghost screen, and then a, another screen by Holloway. Carr missed the pass, but it goes to Watkins again. Watkins with a one-foot step, oh. step back shot on the baseline. That's a tough shot. And just a killer. It's got to be a killer for Blue Springs to play such good defense and have a chance for two or three steals, and, and Bulldogs come up with two points. So nice job by Carney there to stay with it. That's a tough shot even when you're playing a game of horse, yeah, let alone really is. <laughs> so 19-14, Carney with a five-point lead. Brennan tips the ball. Hannah comes up with a steal back to Watkins. Watkins being double teamed, passes over to Carr at the free throw line. Carr kicks it back out to Watkins. Watkins looking to drive. Some really fancy dribbling here from Watkins and a spin move. Goes up and is fouled on the shot. That foul is going to go on junior 6'3 guard Mike Harrison. So Watkins going to go to the line for two. You know, sometimes, and we've seen this, we saw this the other night, is teams are so keyed in on Brennan sometimes and they don't want him to beat you that, that they're almost get themselves in foul trouble sometimes trying to overhelp. And, I mean, look at us right now. Next foul, we're in the bonus, and there's still four minutes to go in the half. That's a great point, Coach. Yeah, and they're they're trying to get the ball out of Brennan's hands. He does a great job getting it back, though. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing that. They, yeah, he moves well without the ball, that's for sure. He really does. Watkins goes goes one for two for the free throw stripe, makes it 20-14 with 3.55 to go. Blue Springs quickly brings the ball back up. Something to watch. Blue Springs got two bigs back in the game, so Holloway goes back to winger. Gentry switches to Eziagu. Harrison with the ball at the top of the key, closely guarded by Tyler Carr. Blue Springs slowing down, calling out a play. Eziagu looks to drive on Gentry. Good goes grief. up. That's a strong kid. Goes up with a finish over Gentry off the glass. That's a tough shot. 20 to 16. Yeah, he Watkins just his head and goes, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Watkins to Carr. Carr looking to drive back to Watkins for three. Misses it. 
goes over the top of the backboard. Ball will go back to Blue Springs. That was probably his best look at the basket all night and just, just left it a little short, didn't he? One of his, yeah, that was that was one of his most open shots for the night, and we'll take those. Brennan's not, he, he's such an accurate shooter. He's probably shooting in the high 40% from three-point range this year. All right, some substitutions back in the game. Starter Kyle Bruce back in at point guard over to Wingert with the dribble handoff to Applehans. Gets a ball screen from Aziagu, drives, misses it. Watkins in transition. Holloway with that rebound, kicked it out. Hannah on the drive nice with pass. a little, little stop. Uh, playing off two feet, gets it to Holloway for the nice basket. Really nice pass by Hannah. You got to love the extra look right there. Confidence. Uh, I'll tell you, he's starting to show a lot more, even just in the two games we've watched him play. You can see it growing, and that's just going to that's just gonna pay off big dividends for Carney as we go. Gentry closely guarding Harrison. Harrison goes up and is going to be fouled by Gentry on the shot. It's going to be Mike Harrison going to the line for two. It's a 22-16 lead for Carney. Is that something his second watch, foul? Yeah, something Coach. to watch there now is you got Drew with two fouls. You got Braxton with two fouls. So just something to keep an eye on as the game progresses here. But, you know, again, Drew and Ashton both, no matter who's down there guarding their big guy, seem to be a little out, outmanned at the moment just because of the size of the, of the guy they're trying to guard. So Harrison, they're working really hard. Harrison made the first, missed the second. Rebound secured by Gentry. Over to Carr, over to Watkins. Watkins getting that double team that we were talked about, Coach, to Carr at the top of the key. Carr being closely guarded by Applehans. Over to Gentry being guarded by Iziagu. Gentry drives to the back. Gentry drives to the basket, tries to stop. And Coach Starzl was feeling like there was a lot of body on that drive right there. So. Yeah, there really was. They called Gentry for the travel, trying to maintain his footwork versus Asiago. All right, looks like they're switching back. Kyle Bruce bringing the ball up. Hannah closely guarding. Over to Harrison, guarded by Carr. Gentry, uh, good, good defense. Partially blocked, Watkins saves it inbounds over to Hannah. Hannah brings it up, kicks it to Ashton at the three-point line to Carr in the corner. Holloway with the screen, Tyler uses it, dribbles to the top of the key, going into the lane, gets blocked by Harrison, but that's a good look at the basket. Yeah, you gotta like the effort there. And really not a bad decision. The worst thing that's gonna happen is he's gonna block it out of bounds or you're gonna make a two-point layup, right? Absolutely, and you may even get fouled on that too. Watkins throwing the ball in, gets a dribble handoff from Holloway, a little kickback dribble. Good effort nice there. Nice job. <laughs> Watkins with the, with the uh, bounce pass between traffic, gets it to Holloway inside his man and gets fouled as he's going up, just yeah, like you were saying, you got to love the ball fake there. I mean, he's, he did such a good job of he used the ball in his head and got the guy up in the air and, and, and getting to the free throw line. You know, I was going to mention on the defensive end, it looked like we're taking a little different strategy down there. You saw Gentry front down on the uh, post, and, and we got to get some weak side defense on the lob. But, you know, we can't let them catch the ball down low. They've just been eating us up down there. Absolutely. Holloway makes both free throws to extend the Kearney lead 24-17 with 1.30 to go in the half. Iziagu with the ball at the top of the key. Dribble handoff to Applehans. Or no, that's Winger, and I apologize, being guarded by Holloway. Over to Henderson, over to 
Bruce, who connects with a three-point shot. Didn't know he had that in his game. Yeah, that was so a we'll big shot for the that. Wildcats. They really needed a bucket. It makes the score 24-20 with one minute to go. Carr with the top, with tries to hand it off to Watkins, gets stole by Henderson, tries to dunk it, misses it long, but it's retrieved by Bruce. Bruce pulls it out. We've got 52 seconds left in the go. Shoots and hits another three. <laughs> he does have that in the bag, Coach. Yeah, two yeah. in a row. So that's a six-point swing by Bruce with two back-to-back three-pointers. Makes it a 24-23 lead with 39 seconds to go in the half. Carr bringing the ball up the court. Hands it off to Ashton Holloway in the far corner. Holloway bringing Winger far away from the basket. Looks like Carney's going to hold it for one. 22 seconds and counting. Holloway just standing, dribbling the ball. Yeah, it looks like Wildcats possession coming out of the break, so Bulldogs opt to, to take the last shot here. Coach Starzl calling out a play. Watkins closely guarded by, kicks it to Ashton for the runner. Nice little play right in front of the basket. Makes it with two seconds to go. Bruce throws up a three-point attempt from half court, but misses it. Really good first half by the Bulldogs. Just what we expected, a very close competitive game. It's 26 to 23. Carney with the three-point advantage going into half. We will take a break. We will be right back with the Platte Clay Electric halftime report after these messages. You are listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Mailing rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Center's with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porters and Ace save you money. Porters Building Centers in Kearney. Porters, we're here to help. The Kearney Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Local businesses contribute to our quality of life and to the character of Kearney. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce. Legendary Lawn Care is a one-stop lawn equipment and care center. With over 40 years of experience, their technicians service all makes and models of lawn equipment. They also offer... Mowing and trimming services for residential, corporate, and industrial lawns. Legendary Lawn Care, 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt, 816-320-3878. Let our staff find the right legendary service for your needs. Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320 
That's Scott Accounting and Tax at 816-352-3320. Oak Point offers residents three meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas, weekly apartment housekeeping, laundry services, social events, and trained staff on-site 24-7. Oak Point, Kearney's assisted living and memory care facility, located at 200 Meadowbrook Drive. The phone number is 816-628-0075, and the website is provisionliving.com. Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. Assisted Living, Memory Care, always there. Black Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. They are a community-led and community-focused electric cooperative serving more than 24,000 members in Buchanan, Caldwell, Clay, Clinton, DeKalb, Platte, and Ray Counties in Kansas City's Northland region. Black Clay Electric Cooperative, located at 1000 West Highway 92 in Kearney, www.ecec.coop, powering a new decade of growth in the Northland. 102.7 KPGZ, Kearney, Missouri. Small town, big sound. It's halftime for the Bulldogs, so let's launch the Platte Clay Electric Cooperative Halftime Report. Now back to the press box with Kelly Gentry and Dan Herman on the Bulldog Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fieldhouse here in Kearney at Kearney High School. Uh, we are here for the Platte Clay Electric Halftime Report. And, um, Dan, gosh, that it, it's too bad more people aren't here in the stands to enjoy this game because it's been really, really fun to watch. Yeah, this could be one of those games that gets really loud in this gym, you know, the way it's been up and down so far. And, and you're right, man, it, it's been fun to watch. And, and hopefully, hopefully uh, those at home can can get an idea of, of how fast of a pace this game's been so far. It's been really fast-paced. Uh, Carney doing an excellent job defending some uh, some really talented uh, kids, and Carney has a lot of talented kids as well. And you mentioned being able to follow at home here. Um, we have heard. Heard from Jim Dickerson, one of our board of directors, who's listening to the game in Atlanta. Jim, thank you so much for that uh, feedback and for listening to us. It's uh, really cool to hear people listening from all over the country and even people listening here close at home. Jim Dyer sending a message right here from Holt, just right up the road from Kearney here. So uh, we love hearing that, and we're really glad that people have the opportunity to, to follow the Bulldogs uh, via this platform. So thank you so much, guys. Keep, up, keep the positive uh, energy coming this way. So we were talking um, at at the break here we've got about 440 to go here at halftime but kind of an interesting thing here is uh looking at the blue springs uh we were talking about they're playing grown man basketball they've got some big kids uh we had heard talking to some people before the game they've got three division one football players on this team i know one of the kids is going to go play defensive end or um linebacker at iowa state which is you know, following college football, they've had a they've had a pretty talented yeah, <laughs> group. That's big time football, that's for <laughs> so, sure. And so, and you're I'm, right. You're right, though, coach. I mean, they got some big guys, and and you know, Carney really has handled it well so far. You know, we're we're in a little bit of foul trouble with a couple starters, but you know, I feel like as long as we can keep Drew and, and Ashton in the game, um, we give ourselves a chance. And and even those guys, you know, they're working their tails off down there against some of these some of these kids at Blue Springs or are putting down there and so 
So if we can stay out of foul trouble, you feel like we got a shot. But again, we mentioned their size several times, and and sometimes that's I mean that's what basketball is about is having the the biggest, fastest, strongest kids. You know, just about in any sport, that's the that's the goal. But, but <laughs> that's really, why that's why we spend so much time in the weight room too, right? Yeah, yeah. But they but they've really got they've really got some big athletic kids and. And, you know, you just kind of felt like it started to get to us a little bit there towards the end. Um, but, you know, it really it wasn't the uh, inside sh- shots that hurt us. It, it hit a couple threes there um, that, that, that were pretty smooth-looking shots. Kyle Bruce, the 5'7 junior guard, is one of the starting players. Like I said, we didn't know that he had that kind of three-point shooting ability. That second one was really deep. He hit two in a row. That's a six-point run for them uh, that got it back to one at the time. So we've got about three minutes here in uh, in halftime. Uh, we're going to take a break right now, but this has been your Platte Clay Electric Co-op Halftime Report. Just wanted to remind you you're listening to Bulldog Basketball on the Bulldog Radio Network. Black Clay Electric Cooperative's mission is to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. They are a community-led and community-focused electric cooperative serving more than 24,000 members in Buchanan, Caldwell, Clay, Clinton, DeKalb, Platte, and Ray Counties in Kansas City's Northland region. Black Clay Electric Cooperative, located at 1000 West Highway 92 in Kearney, www.pcec.coop, powering a new decade of growth in the Northland. Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and experience to create a marketing message that works. Mike is in the business of creating web graphics, logo design, product brochures, and social media videos that are designed to stand apart and resonate with your customers. Mike Davis Creative Services, 816-584-1025. His online portfolio of marketing tools is available at MikeDavisCreative.net. KC Coyote is a local high-speed wireless internet provider serving communities in northwest Missouri between Kansas City and St. Joseph. They also offer computer repair, support, network, and server support, and much, much more. KC Coyote High-Speed Internet Service. Their office is located at 455 Sandbar Drive, Suite 106 in Kearney. The phone is 816-866-3038, and the website is kccoyote.com. Casey Coyote, expanding rural Missouri internet services one community at a time. Classic Hits, 1027 FM, KPGZ, Kearney's first choice for news, weather, and sports, brings you an upgrade. Online televised news broadcasts, now available at your fingertips. Don't miss our weekly video news recap at 1027carneymo.com on our Facebook page or the 102.7 YouTube channel. Small town, big sound. 1027 KPGZ, Carney. <laughs> 